Welcome to ACCI's podcast, a space where we discuss how a movement of Australian Christians is working to transform communities and nations one life at a time. Hi, welcome to our ACCI One Life at a Time podcast. Pastor John Hunt here, the director of ACCI, and our special guest for the day is Pastor Joel Chalaya. Now, uh, Pastor Joel, along with his wonderful wife, Sharon, lead a great church in Perth called Centrepoint, as well as they are the ACC leaders, the state presidents there in the great state of Western Australia. Joel, thank you so much for joining us today. It's such a privilege and an honour to be invited. Thank you so much to be able to share. No worries. My friend, give us a little bit of background as to Centrepoint, um, what started it, where it came from. It's a large multi-site church today that's across the city of Perth. But tell us a little bit about its more humble beginnings and how it became the powerhouse that it is today. Well, Sharon and myself, we were children's pastors and youth pastors of a church called Perth Christian Life Centre under David and Sally Storer. And uh, about 17 years ago, uh, we really felt God calling us to plant our own church. And I went to our senior pastors and uh, talked to them about it and they felt the same thing. And so together they planted us out with 30 adults and 20 kids uh, into a suburb about 15 minutes away. And that's really our humble beginnings. And God has been so faithful and gracious to breathe on it. And uh, today Centrepoint has uh, six campuses, five in the city of Perth and one in a country town called Narragin in WA. Amazing. What a great journey that 17-year period um, has been, no doubt. I wonder if you give us a little bit of insight then, because I know that you have a great heart for missions. Where did that heart come from? And when did it become part and parcel of you know, the identity of Centrepoint? Well, even when we were pastors of Perth CLC, Pastor David Storer had a real passion for missions and uh, he was, you know, very uh, big on making sure that our church gives away 10% of all of its income to uh, local and international missions. And so that's sort of been grounded in us since, you know, before we even started our church. And we just felt that that was the best way to go. And our church has Uh, continued that practice of giving more than 10% away every single year so that um, not only is our church blessed, but also through our church, we can bless the nations. Great. So, So what you're telling me is that this was a practice from the beginning. Yeah, absolutely. There hasn't been a day, even since our very first church Uh, planting days that we have not dedicated more than 10% uh, into sowing into missions because, uh, you know, we just feel like God's going to honor that and bless our church as we are a blessing to others. And and he has throughout the years just Mm. continued to bless us as we give, have been able to give more. Mm-hmm. So in terms of all your involvement, I appreciate your heart in, in relation to the giving and the generosity that uh, you've displayed there over many, many years. Um, but just tell us a little bit about your own interests, because this is not just about, you know, the, the giving of money. Clearly, there is a passion and a heart inside of you for what God does and what you can be involved with in terms of global impact for him um what what would you say your 
your joy has been? What's been some of the, the highlights for you over the journey in terms of what you've been able to achieve internationally? Look, I, I, I love taking uh, Australian people to third world countries to be a part of missions there, to be a part of what God is doing in the local uh, culture. Uh, we've seen you know, many missions trips. We've seen people come back just having all their perspectives radically transformed. You know, we live in a bubble here in Western society and to actually see the church on the ground there, to hear of persecution, to see the miracles, to, to hear the testimonies and be able to pour into others has been a wonderful delight. When every time we come back from the missions trip, our people are radically transformed. Uh, but also being able to give money and then hear back from ACCI and you know about what that money has achieved and the stories that our giving has been able to transform individual lives. I I I, I honestly feel like there's no better way to spend our money sure. than to use it for transforming sure. people's lives. Sure, I appreciate that. Have you? Can you relate any particular story that might? in a sense, reflect that? Maybe somebody who you've talked that was so radically transformed that changed their perspective or, or something that you've seen? Could you give us like an antidote of that? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I love taking uh, young adult men, uh, especially to um, Pan-Asia Conference and then other missions uh, uh, fields because um, it just gives them a reason for living that is beyond themselves. And I think the last Pan-Asia Conference, Pastor John, I think we brought about 12, got them to serve the missionary kids and got them to um, you know, be a part of the conference and then from there go and do some work on the field. And I tell you what, all 12 have come back and they have decided to prioritize the kingdom of God over their own lives. And all of them now are serving in different areas of our church and our community and really bringing the gospel uh, to the world that they're in here in Perth. So I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. So what do you think it was? What, 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 what do you think um, the catalyst was in the change for those, those men who went over there? Was it the the the, um, the different way people live? Was it just the power of God? What, what do you think? What do you think was the catalyst that brought about that such significant change? I think it's, it's there's so many different aspects to it. Obviously, the presence of God, but also just seeing what other people are willing to sacrifice for the kingdom right. of God. It inspires people to go, you know what? You can do something great for God with your life. You don't have to waste it away in comfort and being seduc seduced by the world that you're living in. But actually, there's a call on your life to go above and beyond, to live sacrificially, to live supernaturally. God's got a plan and a purpose for your life. And actually see that through so many different missionaries open their eyes and they're like, you know what, I'm going to make my life count. Interesting. Yeah. That's such a, uh, such a powerful point because <clears throat> we do live in Western society. I think um, we are seduced into the mindset that materialism, you know, is the answer mm -hmm. to our belonging of our heart and the greatest success is to be self-sufficient and, you know, have enough money that you can do what you want when you want with whoever you want, basically. Yeah. Um, but to but to have a look at people who have no concept of that, it, it, you're right. It I guess it is incredibly life transforming. And so, tell me then how that has played out in the context of your local church, because you did bring, as you said, twelve. I mean, that's you know that's 
that's a substantial amount of people really to you know get international airfares and organize and so forth um mm. so clearly you know when you get all of those guys in one kind of direction is it's going to have an effect on your church isn't it oh absolutely look they've come back and they've prioritizing kingdom over themselves you know and so immediately they're volunteering to serve they're giving financially i've got a business uh, owner that came and he's like you know what a percentage of all of our business is now going to go to international missions and and so it's just this transition and this change in people's hearts as they actually see the real world it's almost like they were living in a matrix you know that movie and they've taken the pill of reality and now they're going oh this is the real world we were seduced in a completely different world but i want to be a part of the real world making a real difference in real people's lives right is there any particular um is there any particular activity that that missionaries get involved with that in a sense lightens up your heart you go wow that's 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 that excites me what what excites you most about i guess um of all the different things that the different field workers and missionaries and partners do What, what 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 ticks the boxes for you john Wow, that's that's a tough one because every time I get a report back from one of the people that we sponsor at ACCI, I get teary. So it, it, it really spans from helping the orphan, the widow, but also right up to, you know, uh, doing leadership training for governments and, and, and business people to get them out of poverty and graphic, uh, rescuing trafficked women. There is just so many things. And that's what I actually love about the ACCI, that it's not just one stream. It's not just looking after children or just rescuing women or just, but it's actually um, in the hearts of missionaries, all the different creative ways of transforming that nation. And really? I love that. And I purposely pick a number of different missions because I know that God puts a burden in different people, a different burden for a different person. Mm-hmm. And so when I'm presenting a missionary project to our church, I need to understand that different burdens will uh, motivate different people to give and be a part of. And so I love that ACCI offers a whole plethora of uh, different opportunities. Interesting. Like like a smorgasbord and you can choose the the thing that you think is going to uh, interest your people. Absolutely. Hmm. Interesting. So so you've been able to then choose from a, a variety of focuses that will suit the heart and the passion of the people in your church. And you've seen different people rise to different different causes. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean, and sometimes, you know, when we are looking at giving, we might get a particular scripture that God's pressed upon our heart. And, you know, a certain year we might be focusing on children or, or, or the poor. And in those cases, we would come to the ACCI and say, hey, give us what projects you have that meet this this scripture or this passion that we're currently sensing from god and i love the fact that it's almost like hey here's seven different projects from seven different countries that you can choose from that sort of meet that theme that you guys as a church locally are uh, are trying to uh, see justice in and yeah. i'm so grateful that you know you do all the research and the work for us so we don't have to put on a missions pastor we can just yeah. use your wonderful team to it's help great, us John. find great, the right John. project so interesting yeah and so let me ask you i guess this question move, moving forward what what would you say to a pastor who's listening to this 
who's thought, wow, you know, I really want to get involved with missions one day um, and we've just got to get a few things in place first in our church or we haven't quite got there. What would be your advice to maybe a, 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 a budding young pastor who's listening to this podcast who hears you talk about how this is motivated and, and, and directed and blessed your people and they think, wow, that's something I'd like to be a part of, but we're just not there yet. Sure. <laughs> Look, um, as you know, we also head up what is called HarvestNet, which is a church planting movement. And we've got 10 churches, autonomous churches that come under us. And we don't allow them to say one day. Oh, one day when we have enough, we'll be able to do something great for God. Yeah. I say today, I say from the very first day, oh. I want to see that you're giving away 10%. And, oh, you know, it, it's going to hurt. It's going to require organization and sacrifice and, and postponing some other needs and wants. But as you start to prioritize giving from yourself, yeah. supernaturally, God's going to open the windows of heaven and bless right. your church. And right. so we encourage everyone, don't delay, don't postpone from the first day. Do it now and just watch God amaze you as you put his people first and as you look after the poor the orphan and the widow god will open the windows of blessing over your church and meet those other needs was there a time in your journey um i guess where <laughs> that was a hard decision you had all these pressing needs in front of you and yet you have this philosophy and you have this belief um well those two things can you can you point to a time when they were ever in, in a sense uh, at war with each other oh absolutely <laughs> i don't have to go too far away it was probably a couple of board meetings ago when i'm sitting down with our board and and we are desperately in need of uh, uh for one of our campuses new a facility land and uh, we got the land but we don't have the money to build uh, and we collected a miracle offering and you know it's so easy in that moment for us to put the whole thing into our church location uh, so easy but I just love that about our board because we've been brought up with this culture of you know what let's continue to sow seeds in every season um, the board decided no we're still going to give away you know hundreds of thousands of dollars to international missions and God will supernaturally open the windows of heaven and time and time again he has never let us down. He is absolutely faithful. Yeah, yeah. brilliant, excellent. Well, Joel, I can certainly say I, you know, I've been on the other side of this and been able to talk to the field workers, the missionaries, the people on the ground that have benefited um, directly from your generosity. And I can uh, honestly say that I, I believe one day you walk the streets of heaven and people will say thank you to you because you've given and because you gave they had the opportunity to hear the gospel and respond to Christ's sacrifice and Christ's salvation to their life. So, um, you know, mate, uh, as far as ACCI are concerned, you know, you, you, Centerpoint is is an absolute magnificent church. You and your wife are heroes. And we, we want to thank you. Thank you for your insight. Thank you for your time uh, in our podcast today. And pray God's continued blessing upon you and your church as you continue to go forward into what God's got for you in the future. Thanks very much, John. We appreciate you. Thank you, Pastor John, and thanks for your time. Thanks for joining us for this episode of One Life at a Time. 
to play a part in making a difference or to find out more about ACCI's impact across the globe, visit accci.org.au.